0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Watching the Boxes Fantasy Basketball Podcast, hosted by HashtagBasketball.com, your home for the very best fantasy tools and analysis on the internet. And guess what? Like, it's free. Like, the rankings are free. Um... The ADPs across the league are free. The analysis is free. That's great. It's amazing. And they got some premium tools. It's only like a couple bucks a month. Check them out. Hashtag basketball.com. I'm your host, Mike Katrin. And joining me, as always, is my co host, Tyler P. Watts. What's up, Tyler?
1: Michael, how are you this fine day?
0: I am. I'm doing all right. I'm doing okay. I'm feeling the basketball fever. Come over me. I got the basketball Joneses uh, in my blood, in my body. I wake up every morning sweating, remembering Michael Jordan, just dreaming about Michael Jordan's six uh, rings, assuming that Marta Rosen is going to have six more rings here starting this year with the Chicago Bulls. Um, Dude, it's NBA season. It could not be a better time.
1: Well, so you're not of the uh, mind that the Bulls are going to end up trading by the deadline?
0: No, absolutely not. Who said that? Who's saying that? Tell me who. Give me names.
1: I think there's a lot of them. I don't know if I can list that many. All
0: right, well, you're on fucking notice. Um, Anyone who's saying the Bulls are trading away, they're best players by the trade deadline, you are a liar, Um, you are a disgrace, and you're on on my list. You're on my watch list. So you're not flying uh, Mike Catron Airlines. You are banned from the show, and uh, you owe me money. Your money.
1: That's it. I th- it would be funny if they owed you your money.
0: No, that means they stole money from me. That would not be cool. That would be funny though. Fuck that! I guess it would be funny. It would be funny for you. Would not be funny for me. Um, speaking of, speaking of funny. I'm trying to... Uh, how? Where am I going with this transition, Tyler? Um, it's not funny. There it is. It's not funny that LaMelo Ball, who I think was going to be one of our picks here, we're doing Who Do I Draft? We're drafting nine cat standard league head-to-head teams based on ADPs on Yahoo, and today we're doing The Turn... I feel like LaMelo Ball, right, if you can get him on the turn, I was going to take him on the turn. He rolled his ankle in the preseason game today. I think so did Chris S. Porzingis, by the way. Same game. Um, And I don't know. know, Do we have any word on how serious this uh, this ankle roll is?
1: No, but it's not a good sign for a team that could decide to join that tanking sweepstakes in a hurry.
0: Yeah, um, it could lead to um, it's too early to be like oh you know let's just tank but the I don't think the hornets are gonna be very good and I think if they want to be precautious which why wouldn't you it's lamella ball he's really really good um if he kind of like you know if it's a level two sprain right like if it's something like pretty nasty but not like maybe he could play on it maybe he you know it'd be a little bit uh, lumbering why would they not just rest him it's like they ain't trying to win games.
1: Yeah, and I think that's the thought process. Is like, you know, why rush a kid back who's 21 who's had a lot of injuries in his career? Um,
0: Yeah, I'm I'm a little worried about this because usually the preseason, we start seeing, like, rotations. We start understanding a little bit about some of the fringe... Players or maybe some of the spot starters that um, we are kind of targeting and/or thinking could be good fantasy values. And I'm t- this preseason, I'm honest, I don't feel like I got a feel a good feel for who the Spurs rotation is going to be, what Oklahoma City's going to do, and I'm a little uh, Orlando, and I'm a little worried we're going to see like seven OKCs this uh, this year.
1: I mean, Oklahoma City's pretty much already said they're going to do the same thing they've done the last couple years, where they.
0: 17 uh, players for well, like 18 rotate minutes that, a game?
1: They rotate the lineup and they just like basically tell certain guys, like, okay, you're not playing tonight. These guys are playing instead. And, and so they basically already said they're going to do that again.
0: Uh, I feel like that's going to give people ideas because like, when you think about it, the Spurs have a lot of kind of like interesting random fringe guys. The the Pacers, if they blow it up, maybe they they would do the same thing. Charlotte uh orlando certainly could just uh run just kind of like weird super weird lineups put B- bull, bowl out there or something like that i think we're gonna get a lot of nonsense this season do does that change your approach to the drafts that you have left i
1: mean no and, and yes right like i think to assume anyone's going to play a, a ridiculous amount of games isn't a great bet anymore, so it doesn't really change my mind. And I mean, how, what players on some of those teams do you even want? Like, what player for Houston do you really want? So, no, that like that I desperately
0: want, no, not too many of them. I think we we, I mean. we talked like... about how Albert Sagoon is not that great of a sleeper, he's like the sleeper du jour this year, but like, we're like, he can't stay on the court, he falls out.
1: Yeah, and so this actually might create a buying opportunity for some of those players just because people get scared
0: off by it. Yeah, I think you got to pay attention. Um, we've seen ADPs kind of shift. Uh, we've seen some of, uh, you know, maybe if you, about a month ago, if you were drafting, uh, some of the uh, guys hidden past 100, they've moved up into the top 100. Uh, we're seeing ADPs kind of revert to, um, I would say, better Values, you're still getting really good deals on the older players, the veteran players. And you're also still seeing a lot of, like, you know, three or four different guys uh, going at 20 or 21 on uh, on the ADP. We st- we're still seeing, like, these clumpings indicating to me that we still don't have, like, you know, we t- we still don't know people who are 100%, you know what I mean? Like, definitely a third-round player, definitely a fourth-round player, definitely a fourth-round player. No, that's not, still not happening in mock drafts. So I, I, I think there's a lot of value out there still um, good luck in your drafts, I guess. And if you're drafting on the turn, Tyler, I don't know about you, we're, we're picking 12 and 13 here. I'm going to say we're going out to Yahoo ADP. We're going to see who's available. I'm going to be generous in the turn, because the turn, I like I like picking on the turn. I like picking right there where you get two picks back-to-back. And according to Yahoo, uh, their ADP, I'm going to give us LaMelo Ball at 11, because Dame Lillard is 15th. Tyrese Halliburton, 15th. LeBron James, 15.9, Devin Booker, 16.1, Kyrie Irving, 16.8, Anthony Davis, John Morant. To me, that's like, that's the, when you look at the uh, the turn there, all those guys, I, I mean, like, if James Harden falls to me, done. If Carl Anthony Towns falls to me, done. Tatum Curry has been falling into the turn for some people. Ridiculous. Obviously, I'm taking those guys, right? But I got a handful of dudes, and it starts with LaMelo Ball, Damian Lillard, Tyrese Halliburton, LeBron James. And honestly, I like Booker, and I like Fred Van Fleet all the way up here too, even though Fred Van Fleet's going down there at 27.
1: So I think this is an area where and a lot of people are just doing this, right? They're taking to who they think is the best player, who they want. And that's always the great strategy, right? Um, For me, I think Damian Lillard stands out here. Like, If you're asking me, LaMelo Ball or Damian Lillard, I'd rather have Damian Lillard. 100%
0: percent. How many times has Damian Lillard finished in the top 10? One. Right. How many and times has LaMelo L- L- Ball finished in the top 10? Zero.
1: And we've seen Damian Lillard be extremely healthy except for in the last season when he wasn't, right? Um so that's probably who I'm taking here and then um as far as the other person, right? Like that I kind of want on the turn. I, it
0: might be LeBron. I really like is that, that pairing. Because one, you get your forward out of LeBron. You're also getting a guy who's just continues to do it. Like ride ride LeBron till the wheels fall off, man. Like it, it, he's still doing it. He had one of his best fantasy seasons last season, right? And he's like a points rebound as a assist guy. He's he's also your point guard and also a guy who gets rebounds. Like he's he's all of the above.
1: Well, not only that, but, like, this is a shallower league, right? So I don't really care about games played as much. Like, I feel like it doesn't super matter, like, if LeBron plays 60 games. Like, some of those other guys at the top are only going to play 60 games.
0: Yeah, I think we're going to have to do a prediction. We have a bold predictions uh, podcast that we do right before the season every single year, and um, I think one of our bold predictions is we're going to have to predict what the average games played going to be for like the top maybe like maybe the top 50 guys top 40 guys um obviously that would be per game not totals uh because that would be weird because then you could just it just be higher because obviously totals move everybody up but still LeBron james fifty eight games sixty two games in totals he's probably still a top 20 player
1: well I mean just look at last year right how many games did you play
0: uh, I don't know if like fifty five fifty six.
1: Yeah, not let's a look, lot, right? Let's go look. Um, but in in totals, right, he was the 15th ranked player in 56 games.
0: 56 games. Still ends up at 15. You're taking him right now at 13. So, man, if you get 65 games out of LeBron, it's nice.
1: Well, and if the Lakers really think they're going to make the playoffs, like, isn't LeBron going to have to play 60 or 65 games?
0: He's going to have to carry them into that, uh... Into that play-in game, for sure.
1: And so that's what I mean. Like, I, I just feel like he's going to play. He's going to put up numbers. He's going to be motivated because he wants to get back to the playoffs. Like, that's a great pick for me. And that's kind of why the other guy I would look at here is Kawhi Leonard. Like, dude, these guys are super elite guys. We've seen them be top five, top ten players. Like, I'm going to bank on that track record over, you know, trying to get the hot young guy. Like, I mean, you mentioned a lot of guys, right? Like, Tyrese Halliburton. Haleburn's got to do a lot to be better than LeBron, man.
0: Yeah, he's got to. First off, he's got to start scoring 20 points a game, right? I think it's gonna happen, but 20 points. There's a big difference between 20 points and and what LeBron does. And LeBron's getting you the assists. Now he's not getting you the steals, but he's getting you the rebounds. Um, and we know LeBron can do it, right? We know Kawhi can do it. Do we know that Anthony Edwards can put together a, a second round level? a finish or Cade Cunningham? No, we don't. We, we've we never seen them do that, right?
1: Well, it's not only that we've never seen them do it, it's just that, like, they have to improve in a lot of, like, really specific areas to do it, and that's
0: easier said than done. It's incredibly hard to do. Absolutely hard to do, which is why we're going with some vets here. Dame and LeBron, which, uh, by the way, means we got to really, already very nice start um our assists are going to be really good um our uh our points are going to be also incredibly good um let's see we got Dame lillard you know his field goal percentage is meh, but lebron kind of flips that back same with lebron lebron free throw not that great dame's free throw fantastic so you're kind of like right in the middle Not losing, not punting anything. You're, you know, right in the middle with field goals and uh, free throws. You're not, you're doing fine in both of those. Not bad, not good. Your threes are really good. Your points are great. Your assists are great. Uh, We're going to pick 36 and 37. I'm going to be generous here, too. I'm being generous tonight. I don't know why I'm being very generous. Uh, Because we're going to start with Chris Paul at 35. Buyovich, thirty-five and a half. Bradley Beal, thirty-six. DeAndre Ayton, thirty-seven. Little high for DeAndre. Zion Williamson still hanging out there, thirty-seven. Jalen Brown has moved up since the last time I've checked these rankings to thirty-eight point nine, and I find that uh, a little surprising. We got Miles Turner, Zach Levine, Evan Mobley, Jarrett Allen, Drew Holiday, Scotty Barnes. And the reason I'm going to go down here is because I feel like these are all my third round guys, right? So like Scotty Barnes, uh, De'Aaron Fox, Chris S. Porzingis, Shea Gilders, Alexander. If I took Shea Gilders at 36, I'm not going to be terribly upset about that. Same with like Terry Rozier, Desmond Bain. Like if I wanted those guys here to take them, right? Uh, but I think one one guy stands out to me, uh, and that's Bradley Beal because we both think Bradley Beal is going to be uh, kind of back to uh, at least 80% old ba- Bradley Beal, if not better.
1: Yeah, I think this gives you a nice spot to, like, kind of pick your horse, too, right? Like, it, it pick the guys you believe in here. There's a lot of really talented names, right? A lot of really good guys. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I you mentioned it, like, we talked about Beal, I think, in a couple of different episodes. Like, Beal has averaged 30 points a game. Beal gives great assists. Beal's just really, really good, man. He had one bad year, and I don't really understand why anyone's writing him off because it's not like Beal's 42 years old. Like, Beal's still pretty young, and he's going to have to carry that Wizards team, so... Um, yeah, I like that pick. And then probably, you know, the second pick here probably comes down to a Drew Holiday versus Zach Levine debate for me.
0: Yeah, I, you know, I might, if I want to go, hey, I, I know by the time it gets back to me at sixty sixty one, not getting my center. I'm not getting another re- a good rebounder or a good block guy. I might lean Jared Allen here. Uh, I do think Jared Allen, young, good, uh, great field goal percentage, good, good rebounds, good to get you the blocks, um, and you're already, like, really, really, really good in points with the, uh, your top three guys, right? Um, I think I could do that, or, like you're saying, go the other direction and lean into those points, lean into those threes with Zach Levine. Um, I like, and I, I, I do think Zach Levine's is going to have a really nice year this year. Well,
1: and the question for Levine, right, is probably more, you know, health, obviously. Which, again, the 12-team league, like, I'm not super worried about it. Like, the waiver wire the is going to be pretty strong. So, you know, I want I want a good, talented guy. The question is defensive stats for Levine. But, like, his steals and blocks were so bad last year. So
0: bad. Yeah. And I I don't know if that gets much better. Like, we we haven't seen him improve in those spaces, right? I don't think he's being asked to improve in those spaces either. He's really asked to being you know, a lead scorer and sort of playmaker. Um, next to Derozan, who's also being a lead scorer and a, a better playmaker, by the way. Derozan, we we said this last year. We we had Derozan in our top fifty. We certainly didn't have him in our top twenty, where he finished. We're like, this guy's a playmaker. He's going to get assists. He's going to get rebounds. He's really just across the board, really good, other than threes. Um, and so, you know, Zach Levine. I think they're going to try to at least. Well, this is what I've heard out of Chicago. Um, they're going to try to get the rest of the team involved. Now, the rest of the team, some of them, like Vujovic, um, they're on contract years. Uh, Some of them are trying to get paid, right? So I do think you're going to see a little extra effort from the role players in Chicago, which I do think leads to more assists for DeRozan and Zach. More steals for Zach? Probably not.
1: Well, and that's it. I mean, we've seen Zach get 1.5 in a year, right? So... Um, the other interesting name will be Drew Holiday. Like, why? Why did we just write off Drew Holiday here and go for a guy like Zach Levine over him?
0: It's a good point because Drew Holiday doesn't get year you in, those elite steals.
1: Holiday finished higher last year.
0: True, absolutely. So if you want those points, right, which we don't need, um, if you want to lean into those points, Zach Levine makes sense. If you want to get those steals and the good assists, Drew Holiday still sitting there. Drew Holiday, like you said, what? What do you finish last, last season? Top, like 31, 32? 34.
1: 34. He finished 39.
0: Crazy. Yeah. Drew Holiday is really good. I guess, you know what? I'm, I like to zig when everybody's zagging. Like, I don't want to load up on another scorer here. I think Drew Holiday, if you want to go guard, Jared Allen, if you want to go big. It's up to you. Like, I, I still think you can build the team that you want to build here in rounds uh, three and four on that turn. But with, there's a long wait. And that's why, I, that's why I am bringing up Jared Allen there. It is a long, long wait until pick 60-61. It really is. It is... Um, you're going to be sitting around for a while. And you're going to see a lot of really good guys go off the board. And then you're going to, you know, get the little ding on Yahoo. And your queue's going to be fucking empty. Uh, or all you're going to see is, like, Clay Thompson is there at 61, OG and Anobi. Maybe Mikkel Bridges. Maybe Christian Wood. Probably not. Uh, Michael Porter Jr., if you want to take a risk on that guy. Nurkic, who I think is a serviceable center this year. Uh, you, you worry a little bit about Nurkic's health, but he is a very decent center. When he's playing, he can be very good. Uh, Jalen Brunson, Tobias Harris, Jordan Poole, Julius Randle, Alvin Segun. Uh, Jalen Green, and we're full, you know we're in the plateau area, so it doesn't hurt to reach down a little bit here um, to round out our team. That has great scoring, great threes, very good steals. Our percentages are perfectly good if we went with Drew Holiday. Uh, on the flip side, our blocks are probably good and our field goals great if we went with Jared Allen.
1: Yeah, and I feel like you know LeBron's going to get you those good rebounds too. So we got kind of another big man in in that. Uh, around there um you know I think here you just look for guys that are pretty underrated and I think we talk about kind of the same names of, of the underrated ilk um all the time at this pick um Jordan Poole like I, I don't understand how Jordan Poole is in top 50 player I just don't
0: I don't either he's going 66 right now uh he, he's in my top 50 uh I want him in my top 50 I would love to get him at 66.
1: Right, and so I just think that's a mistake. So, I, I mean, it's hard to look past that pick. And then, you know, for me, like, I, you know, at this point, like, you probably want to center unless you're going to just completely punt that. Um, crazily enough, like, because I think my points are so good, I might reach down here and just take Draymond.
0: Yeah, you, you could be uh, basically, if, especially if you wouldn't Zach, right? But even with Drew Holiday, pools going to boost those... Uh points right back up and Draymond is going to get you you know eight rebounds seven assists a seal block you know like more than a seal more than a block actually uh and Draymond I mean hell you might you can get Draymond where the hell is this guy going it's so far down here where are you Draymond he's down there at 80 you might be able to get him with your next pick perhaps um, uh, outside of the, the next turn, right? You don't even have to reach down and go get him. But I like that idea of taking Draymond if you need the big. If you went with Jared Allen, um, you know, I, I think you go uh, pool with 60, but with 61, maybe you take that risk with Michael Porter Jr. Uh, I think that's a little too risky for my blood, but i why not? You're, you're kind of sitting at the space where you should – be taking a risk. So maybe you go ahead and say, fuck it. I'm gonna go with Michael Porter Jr. I'm gonna think he's going to be um healthy this year and I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the risk. Or maybe go a little safer across the board type of player with like OG and Obi, right? Well I think all these players are pretty decent and they're all pretty good. Um you know who I might take a risk
1: on here if I'm looking for like a really high upside guy. Yeah, let Ban- I would love to. would be Banchero. He just Ooh, looks man. like a a baller man and like, you know just watching the Magic a little bit this preseason, like it looks like they're going to feed him. looks like he's going to score. It's going to rebound pretty well.
0: Yeah, Tanks you just hope you, they great. don't turn into an um, Oklahoma City situation, is basically what you hope does not happen.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, at this spot, like, okay, you know, it's 60 and 61 or, or whatever the numbers are. Like, it doesn't really matter, right? Like, if you... Take a big swing, and he finishes in the top fifty. Like you're gonna look good if he finishes just barely inside the top one hundred. Like what did you really lose? Like what's the difference between this pick and the hundredth ranked pick last year? Do you know?
0: Uh, no, I don't. But not not a whole lot.
1: So the sixtieth ranked player was two point six six. Hundredth ranked player in z scores was .48. So. It's not, like, it's 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 two, but to go from 2.66 to 4.66, like, you're talking in the top 40, like, only 10 spots. You know what I mean? So, like, it's, it's all pretty small margins. So as long as you, like, Banchero gives you something, it's not going to be the worst pick in the world, right? And if you keep trying to hit these home runs, you only got to hit one big home run to kind of get really good value. And that's why, like, I've been mentioning picking Jamal Murray a lot in these spots is, like, and Jamal Murray's going at 81. Jamal Murray finished 35th the last time he played. If he finishes in the top 50, like you hit a home run if you're getting him at pick 75, even at pick 60. Yeah.
0: Even here at pick 60, 61, if, you know, he's going to be on minutes restrictions. People are scared of that. Um I for one think I could deal with a month or two of minutes restrictions, maybe an, even another month of no back-to-backs, but Come January, right, and then heading into playoff time, Jamal Murray's probably going to be playing regular starters minutes at the same level he was playing before he got injured. And you're sitting on the top, you know, top 35 guy. It's, it's incredible. There's a lot of value, especially, like, in this in these next turn. Like, I'm not going to go all the way down to 85, 86. Like, I think this is what I like about that space, right? Amon could still be available, but he healed. Uh, could boost your threes like you can go any direction you want jamal murray might be around al horford's still being hanging around you could take a chance on devon vassal shit um you know you could also say like hey i I went safe at the top let's go keegan murray screw it let's let's take it let's take a chance you could really reach down here in these next rounds build yourself a team around uh damon lebron where you're already doing great in rebounds assists three-pointers points like that's four stats you're already great at if you went drew holiday like we went beal and drew holiday right so beals boosting our points rebounds assists, steals again drew holiday really getting our steals to a top tier level if you went jared allen then you got the blocks you got the rebounds you got the field goal percentage and then it's kind of up to you if you if you wanted to go big man heavy you could get paulo and draymond if you wanted to go points guard savvy you can go pool and then make michael porter jr this is like a really like a really i think the turn's a really good spot this year uh more so than i did uh maybe a month even a month ago because i think there's so much value in these later rounds where guys are just falling and you have the pick of your litter uh, at each one of these turns
1: yeah it gives you the freedom to kind of reach up and take somebody like you know that's even going down there a little further you just like you know what I mean? And I think your draft, you should you should like your team at the end of it. So you should want guys that you think are going to do well. And so, you know, don't be afraid to reach down and take somebody you think is going to be good this year.
0: This is supposed to be fun. So like your team, get on the turn, take players you actually want uh, to watch that you root for. Uh, shit, even if you're a homer, you know, go, you know, go get DeMar DeRozan, Zach Levine, whoever, uh, like I would. I definitely have a lot of Vujovic on my team. I think he's playing for a contract this year, Um, and I'm okay with that because centers are rare, and he's a great center for roto leagues. And I played in a lot of roto leagues, right? Go use the players um, and, and and draft the players that you enjoy, especially on the turns, because you can really it's really advised, right? Go ahead and reach down. Go ahead and look for the guy you want who fits your team maybe he's like don't look at the rankings look at the tiers maybe he's he's in this third round tier but he's like oh he's ranked 47th it's like these guys are all really good in that tier they're all pretty interchangeable so go you know go get drew holiday because he's really good he's fantastic even if he's being drafted much much later he's ranked much much later in yahoo come up because he is going to be solid. He's going to get you the steals. Like, and same with Dray- Draymond. Way He's going way late. Horford's going way late. Um, and I, I think I, that's why I like going back-to-back on the turn like this. Because you can kind of, like, take a, a big kind of, like, open view of... You're not picking for a while. Just take an open view of who's completely out there for the next, like, 20, 30 picks and go, I want that guy, I want that guy. That's it. Boom, bum. You know, I like picking on the turn, Tyler. I don't know about you.
1: I always feel like the turn is a spot where you you can't get hyped about a certain player, like, too much before your pick, because, like, it's easy to feel like you got sniped, which I don't think is real, but a lot of people do. Um, and so, that's the only part I don't like about picking on the turn, but, I mean, I feel like you can build a really good team on the turn. But, you know, I just don't like that, like, oh, you know, there's so many picks between your one pick and your next pick that... Um, You
0: can't get too locked in on any one player. Yeah, you can't, and this is why we don't preach coming in with like a punt strategy or like guys you want to pick up because chances are you're not going to nail that strategy. You're not going to get the exact guys that you want. And I I think that's actually why I like picking on the turn is because I don't have to think about it like that. I don't think like, man, I hope that guy falls to me. I know that guy's not following to me in the next 24 picks, right? So it's like, I want that guy, I want that guy. And then I stopped paying attention for a little bit. I start scrolling all the way down, getting people in my queue who I like who are later in the draft, right? And so I have a good view of the people that I like, knowing for a fact that, like, you know, somebody who is going in the third round, um, I'm not going to get that person because I already made my third uh, and fourth round picks, right? So like I'm not going to get... Anybody uh, sitting around the fourth round or through the fifth round, like I'm just, it's not going to happen, right? And I'm okay with that. You just hang out for a while, let the let the people just go off the board, and then see who's available, see who fell through the cracks. And usually, especially this year, people are falling through the cracks. It's it's really it's really great. I I like most of my drafts, which probably means I'm not going to do very good this season. But we will see, Tyler. Uh, But I think that's it for the turn. Tyler, where can people find you on Twitter? You can find me on Twitter at Tyler P. Watts. You can find me at Watch the Boxes. If you like the show, rate, review us. Go to patreon.com slash boxes. You can see my tiered rankings there for the first, uh, you know, about 50 players or so, the, the, those first five rounds, before you get to that plateau region. I think if you've been listening, you can tell what plateau players that we like here at Watching the Boxes. Um, and if you want to support the show, just shoot us a couple of bucks on patreon.com slash boxes. It's, um very kind gesture. we've got some new patrons out there shout out to you um i think that's it uh oh twitch.tv slash watch the boxes don't forget that but we'll talk about that uh we're going to have some stuff during the season on twitch uh, that we plan on doing we'll see you next time for who do i draft stay safe take it easy we'll see you next time